What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Boss Life with Bonds. This is your host, Coach Bonnie. I am a mindset and fitness coach helping women go from barely surviving to absolutely thriving in their fitness, in their mindset, and their overall life and, and who they are. Um, and being able to go from surviving to thriving means sometimes slowing the fuck down so that you can know like what what's going on so you can evaluate things and right before i got ready to go on vacation one of the tiktoks that i shared was someone saying like hey you just because you're going so fast doesn't mean you're more important than anyone and i never really like saw me being busy as a sign of i'm more important than anyone it's just i have goals and i want to achieve them Um, but one thing that i did learn in my 20s is that you can burn out And if it's at the wrong time, like when there's too many other things going on in your life, when you burn out, it's not just like, oh, I'm too tired to work or I'm too tired to do things that I love. Like it's a, for me, it was an entire mental shutdown. Like I didn't want to try anything that was hard anymore. I didn't want to do anything that was hard. I just wanted to exist, go to work, come home, smoke, drink, numb my pain and keep going on about life. And that's that's where the survival mode um, that I come from talks about is that so many people are just in survival mode like they don't have the energy to do the things that they want to do the most they don't have the energy to um to even slow down like the thought one of the the last consultations i had before going on vacation was someone that said you know i really need to take care of my health and fitness mommy i just i don't have the the time to do it and i also like money you know money money and this job that this person is doing i'm like well you're only going to be able to perform like that for so long because what will happen when this job that you're killing yourself for you no longer get money from because you're dead right and so i think one of the biggest things that is hard for people to understand is that vacation is not a luxury it's actually something that is programmed into your human dna that's why we have work days that's why we have the weekend that's why you have um rest days from the gym like you weren't built to just keep going and going and going and going without any rest and so to feel like that you can't rest or else you'll lose money is how they keep you stuck in this rat race of work 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 and no time to rest no time to recover and so this time this past week like i even extended it i was supposed to come home sunday morning and i was like nope I saw the mountain view at my friend's lake house in the mountain and I was like, nope, we're going to have to push that flight back to like midnight or something. I got to soak this up. So I never understood the significance of a of a vacation until I started working at a place called Hilton Grand Vacations. And it is a call center for uh, vacation rentals with Hilton Hilton Hotels. And I used to think it was like something that only people who were rich did because as a kid, the only vacations I remember was driving to Tennessee uh, to go make sure my great grandma wasn't dead alone in her house in Tennessee. And then I think one time we went to Universal and I live here in Orlando. So it's not like we stayed at a hotel or anything. So... 
Um, I never really understood the whole vacation thing. We always had money to do what needed to be done and then that was it. And so to me, I feel like a vacation was a luxury. And they kept trying to get me to sell these packages and I just, I couldn't sell it. And I know now the reason why I couldn't sell it is because I didn't believe in it. And for anyone that's ever been in sales, it's very hard to sell something that you don't believe in. And so because I grew up, I don't want to say poor, because there was definitely people who had less than I had, but for where we lived on the side of town we lived in, we were not the higher class people. Um, and so vacations were not the norm. And so when it came time for me to try to sell people on this vacation, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, why would they waste their money? Like, you know, they're taking time off of work. They're missing money. Like I had that whole mindset, but now I really get it. And I will advocate so loud for taking breaks and taking vacations. Now I will say this. Um, I know that as a young mom and by young mom, I don't mean like your age. I mean, your kids ages, if you have young kids, uh, being able to just up and disappear may not be on the cards for you. Um, being able to just pack up and leave your family like I did may not be in the cards for you. So hear me out. If you're just following me and you're thinking, oh, this girl, you know, she, you know, blah, blah, blah. She just pack up and leave when she wants to. Know this. I could not just pack up and leave when I wanted to. I worked very hard to get to where I'm at. Um, but before I got here, I decided that I knew I needed time to recuperate. And so it doesn't always have to be a vacation. It can just be doing things that you enjoy to recharge your battery. And one of my, my coaching sessions that I do with my clients, it's called the gains versus drains list. So if you're one of my former clients, you already know what I'm about to say. Make a list of all of the things that drain you during the week. And if you're a mom, don't feel bad if it's your kids, they're draining you. They literally sucked the nutrients out of your pregnant ass while you while while being made like they literally drain you and that's okay that's science that's normal so make a list of things that drain your energy whether it's your kids whether it's fighting with your husband whether it's sitting in the line to get your kids from school make a list of all the things that when you think about it just kind of get your chest red or you get stressed out and you're just like oh i have to do this right and so that's going to be your get your your drains list. It could be everything from washing dishes or trying to walk two dogs at one time, whatever it is. And then I want you to go back and make a list of things that give you energy. This is your gains. Okay. Um, this could be spending time talking on the phone with a, a good friend. This could be cuddling up in bed with a book. This could be a hot shower. This could be a blanket out of the uh, the dryer. Like it could be anything. It could be going, for me, if you guys follow me, you know it's any body of water. I don't have to be in the body of water. I don't have to be, um, I don't have to be swimming in the beach. I just literally sitting by water. I don't know what I am if I'm like an X-Man, but it literally fills my cup and I feel recharged. So even though I knew that I couldn't just go buy a hotel on the beach back then, if you follow me, I always went to the beach as often as I could. Kids are in school, kids are in daycare, mommy has a day off, I would purposely, that's why I would take my mid-Wednesdays off. I know my clients probably wonder like, what is Bonnie day? And on Wednesdays, if I don't have any workouts to program or update, that is my half day off. Um, and that stems back to church days where Wednesdays were the busiest day of the week for me because I was a youth leader and I'd spend all day at schools, like at lunches, speaking to my students and trying to like rally up the, the cool kids to come to church that night. And then I would be picking up my kids from school, driving the church bus, um, ministering during the service, praying, running all over the place, making sure kids aren't making out and beating each other up, all that kind of stuff. And then not get home till like 10 o'clock at night. And so Wednesdays used to be the busiest day of all for me. So Wednesdays are now like my rest day for me. Um, but anywho, once I would put my kids in school, 
like there was no reason why I couldn't go to the beach. And I feel like some of you moms have this guilt where like you're afraid to have fun without your kids. Like, fuck that. They have fun without your ass all the time. Okay, they're on the floor playing their little games. They're over here uh, sitting on you while you're trying to work out like you are their personal play place. You can go have fun, mom. Um, So those kids are in school. Go do something for you. You know, go drive your ass to the beach. Go to the pool and take a book. Uh, Go sit under the sun. Go do something that refills your cup because you're going on. You're going on E all week long. You're doing, 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 doing. You got all these drains, your mom, your grandmother, your sister, your cat, your uncle, your lawyer, your boss. Your whole life is just uh, is just a vacuum. People are sucking energy out of you and you don't have any time. If you're not taking time to replenish your energy, mom, that's why you're always tired. I think one of the number one reasons why people tell me that they have a hard time sticking to their, like actually signing up to work with me, it's because like, I don't have the energy. And I'm like, you don't have the energy because you're not putting anything in yourself to be energized from. That could be food, that could be rest, that could be water, but it could also just be doing the things that you did before you were a mom. You know, you were a whole ass person before you became a mom. You had likes, you had interests, you had things that made you feel good about yourself. And now you are not even you anymore. You were just mom, you were just person. And I refused to be that kind of mom. I seen my friends do it and I would look at them like she's batshit crazy. I'm glad she loves her kids but and her kids are her life but like I'm still a person. Like I still have a purpose. I still I didn't know what my business was going to look like but I, I was like I know I have a big purpose in this world and it would be a disservice to my kids for them to see oh well my mom had kids and all of her dreams and out the window. Because that's the notion that I kind of grew up hearing is like my mom didn't want to be a mom at 17 when she had my sister. And so there's always been this feeling that my sister feels like, you know, we we ruined our mom's lives. Um, I never want my kids to feel like they held me back from doing anything, not enjoying myself, not getting my degree, not going on vacations. And so that's why I do these things. It helps me show up for them better. It helps me not stop around the house, bitter, angry, um, doing things out of guilt, doing things out of obligation. No, I do things with my kids for my kids because I'm recharged. I'm not bitter. I feel replenished. And so I don't know who needs to hear this, but please stop beating yourself up about taking time to replenish all of these energy that the world is sucking out of you that's not selfish that's called that's like that that's how the world's supposed to work like give and take and if you're always giving 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 mom of course you're going to feel drained and you're not going to feel like you have the energy to take care of yourself so that is my first tidbit if you have not taken a vacation oh let me let me let me mend this your vacation is not Family vacations, I'm so sorry. Like, if that's all that you can do right now because your kids are young, I feel you. Like, take that family vacation. But mom, as soon as those kids are able to go sleep over at somebody's house, quit being a helicopter, mom. I know there's somebody that you trust out there. Send those babies to their best friend's house, to your aunt's house, something, and take some fucking time for yourself and relax. Unplug. Like, the first day in Colorado, I turned off my phone or, no, I deleted the Facebook app, and I know for a lot of you that's no big deal, but like most of my in, my clients come from Facebook. Some of them come from Instagram, but the majority of them come from Facebook because on Facebook you get to see my lives, you get to see me more. Instagram, you just see pictures and whatever. And so deleting Facebook for a whole 24 hours like reset my mind. Like my mind wasn't always racing. Like did someone like this post? Did someone comment? Did someone reach out to me about business? Did someone uh, say something stupid about my last post? Like that's not in the back of my mind. That shit was just gone. And I was able to just actually relax. And 
So um, I didn't unplug all the way. I definitely still posted to my story from Instagram because I knew that I didn't need the Facebook app for that to happen. So I did want to like keep up with you guys and show you guys not to show off, but just to be like, you need this. If I need this, I know that you guys need this. So there's nothing wrong with taking time out for you. So if you have not done that yet, and I'm, I'm super thankful because I, I just signed up for a new business coach. Uh, a new business mentoring and this time instead of teaching me how to um, get like more clients I'm actually gonna be taking a step back from as much one-on-one -on -one coaching that's why I said this last six-week challenge would probably be the last group challenge because I want to take a step back from being pulled in so many different directions so that I can serve the people I work with better um, so I'm gonna be working on a course and this is actually good news for anyone that's wanted to work with me one-on-one um, as a life coach, as a fitness coach, nutrition, or just the whole freaking whatever. And um, so I'll be creating a course where you can do that and it will be a little bit more affordable depending on whether, like what program you choose with it. Like there'll be a self-guided course. Um, and then there'll also be one where you're in a course, but you're still like heavily being mentored by me. So that's super exciting. Um, but when I sign up for this new coach, the first thing they said is, all right, you need to book yourself a trip. And I was like, for what? And they're like, you just described an insane amount of workload that you do every day. When's your next trip? And I was like, oh my God. So I, I, I immediately called my friend at JetBlue and was like, book me a flight to Colorado. Um, I don't have all the details worked out, but I know I'm about to start another 90 day accelerator course that's gonna teach me, that's gonna level my brain up again. It's gonna level my business up again. And it's gonna be very draining on me. Plus all of my one-on-one -on -one coaching fitness clients, one-on-one -on -one life coaching clients, my six-week challenge clients, and then my um, just regular six-week challenge women who are just doing the challenge on their own without a group. I'm like, I'm doing too fucking much. I really, oh, and a podcast. Oh, and Toastmasters. Oh, and being a mom. Like, I'm like, I'm doing too much. So I booked the trip, didn't stress over details, and it was the best thing ever. So number one, if you've never traveled alone, I highly recommend traveling alone. Last time I went to Colorado, I was with a group of three friends and they were very close friends and we were all pretty much on the same page. We just wanted to get high and go see really cool um, sites. And so that worked out really well um, because I know how it is to travel with people and you're on different people's schedules. I decided I didn't have any agenda the first time I went to um, Colorado because I didn't even really want to go last year. They just asked, hey, would you go to Colorado? And I'm like, sure, why not? I got money. I don't have to request days off from work anymore. Like, let's fucking go. Um, but like, I didn't have any agenda when I went there. They did. They all had the landmarks and the things they wanted to see. I was just kind of popping edibles and just kind of like hanging out like, yay. Um, but this time around, um, there were a couple things. I had two things. I had like three things on my agenda. Eat edibles, hang out in the mountains, um, read books and find water in the mountains. And I did that. Like, that's all I wanted to do was just eat some edibles, relax and not worry about anything and not be on anybody else's time. So when I was with my friends, it was all like when they want to go places, when they want to sleep. Do we want to sleep in? Do we want to wake up early? Do we want to go here? Where do we want to eat? It was all like a collective agreement and nobody argued. So it was fine. But on this vacation, if I wanted to sleep in, then I slept in. If I wanted to wake up early, then I woke up early. If I wanted to wake up early, do my morning routine and then go back to sleep, then I did that. If I wanted to go eat burgers and beer at 11 o'clock at night, I did. If I wanted to, like whatever it is I wanted to do, I did. And then the significance of that is that so many of us don't get to do that on a regular basis. You get, you get to eat, you get to eat when your kid's done eating. 
you maybe get to go somewhere if your husband gives you money. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to live life on your terms. And so the cool part about vacation, if you do it right, is that you do. I think I've I've gone on enough cruises and in the past few years, I've gone on enough vacations to learn like, I don't like being on that, like, okay, we have to be at this landmark at 7 a.m. Okay, we have to be at the gate at 8 a.m. Okay, like that's insane to me. What I just did this past week was the best vacation ever. I had no plans. The first day I got there, I did not, like, I didn't even have my rental car um, reserved until, like, I was on my plane, like, flying out, right? I didn't have a place to stay Tuesday night until, like, an hour or two before. I splurged on this really, like, nice um, condo in this resort that was over a lake overlooking mountains, so check, check that off. Um... I definitely, like, as soon as I got there, stopped at the dispensary. And yes, I know I'm in Florida and I can get all that stuff here, but I can't get the mountain views here. Um, what else we got? Um, so yeah, the first day I just, I literally, like anytime I'd be driving and I seen a stop. Oh, this is the part. So I decided I was going to go see the Garden of the Gods the very first day because that's where everybody takes all those really cool pictures in um, Colorado. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. And then I had, you know, I was already tired. Like halfway there, I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep at the wheel. Let me pull over. Oh, also I kept drinking all my water like a good coach. So I had to pull over and pee so many times. And since I was alone, I could just pee on the side of the road. Or since I was alone, I didn't have to hear about people saying again. Yeah, again, I gotta fucking pee, right? No, it's just me. Um, and so I would always stop at the coolest places. I'd always stop at the cliff tops and get like these beautiful scenes of the mountains for miles and miles back. Or I found this one town called Monument. And uh -oh, let me see if that bumped my recording off. It did not. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I found this one place called Monument and um, Colorado and it had a lake and that's all that I ever want. So I stopped at the lake, uh, changed into my bathing suit and just freaking read my book by the lake. I played in it till a little bit till I smelled the fish smell. But either who, the best part was I was on my schedule. And by the time I was done playing, I was like, oh snap, it's time to head back to dinner and have lunch with one of my clients. Um, or, oh snap, I should probably see if I have a place to sleep tonight. And it just, it, it was so freeing. And, and some people might be afraid of that, but it felt really cool just to be like, whatever happens, happens. And I just went with the flow. And instead of being like, oh man, I drove all the way out here and didn't go to Gardens of the Gods. I'm like, oh, well, I'm on my time. If I wanna come back, I'll come back, shit. So that's pretty much what happened the first day. Um, but just not having any of those plans really made everything so like, so smooth. Like I just went out there and had the best fucking time ever. Like whatever happened, happened. I met up with Jasmine and her family in Breckenridge and stayed in an amazing, another like um, resort condo type place in the beautiful mountains. Uh, got some mountainside workouts in. And again, just kind of went with the flow. Jasmine was like, we're gonna go hiking. And I was like, I'm actually not gonna go hiking because I can't fucking breathe. Um, they're like, okay, we'll just stay here. So I just stayed at their place, hopped in the hot tub, drank some beer, read a book, and just literally went with the flow. And it was the like, guys, I can't explain to you how good it felt. Like I thought I was gonna go out there and come back with a whole bunch of content. I thought I was gonna come back and come like have these um, epiphanies about my business or about anything. It's like, no, I just, I didn't. I didn't go out there. I probably will plan another trip 
like that for me to go and just come back with some bomb ass content. But I really just needed that time away to not be answering the phone and not be responding to text. Um, I kept looking, sometimes I'd look in the Facebook group or, or check trainer eyes and I'd see like fires all over the place that I needed to put out with clients. And I was like, no, I'm on fucking vacation. No, no, I don't care. I love you. I love you guys so much, but no. Um, so that was just a really good feeling to just finally say no, 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 no to everyone else and really like stay on my ground versus saying no and then coming back and picking it up, which is what a lot of us do. So, um, let me see what else we got going on. Um, travel alone if you can. Um, girl trips only next. Hell yeah. Um, no plans, not being on anyone else's time. And then dang it, I wrote... I wrote a sentence and I don't really know what it says. So, um, but really I just wanted to get on here and just kind of talk about that. Um, taking time for yourself, guilt-free mom. Take a little day trip to yourself, but just getting time alone so that you can recoup, okay? It, it doesn't have to be a big lavish vacation. It doesn't have to be this, like it doesn't have to be what my vacation looked like. It could be just a drive. I think the best part of my vacation was that everywhere that I needed to go was two hours apart. From Denver to Breckenridge or Denver to Garden of the Gods and Denver to Grand Lake, everywhere that I needed to go was a two hour drive, at least 1.30. And so that meant I could put on my music and just be in my thoughts and just look at the mountains and drive for two hours. And that was the best part of the trip. I, I mean, the boat was pretty awesome. So let me not sleep, but being alone and not hearing anyone else's voice for hours on end that was priceless and I highly recommend that to anyone so that is pretty that is all oh now that I'm done talking about the trip one of the reasons why I dread going on vacation is because like I said there were a bunch of little fires I came back and from my trip this morning and the first thing I had to do is deactivate like five clients because like five people were like I can't do this I don't have the money it's not the right time and like if I hadn't been refreshed from vacation I might be tempted to be in panic mode like, oh my God, I knew I should have went on vacation. I knew that that was one of my fears about moving into this place is that I'd get in here and then all of a sudden like my business would collapse. And instead of being in that like mindset, like, oh my gosh, everything's going wrong. I'm losing clients. I'm like, this is a new season. I've taught those clients what they need to know and they feel like they can go on on their own. I hope they do good. If not, I'm here with open arms and they're ready to start again. Um, but like, Instead of seeing things as, oh my gosh, the world, the shit just hit the fan, I'm like, wow, God, you must have some amazing new clients coming to take my place. And that, what I just did there, that's called reframing. And I had to do that this morning with one of my clients on a life coaching call. She said, we always start our calls off with what's going well. And the first thing that she did was start telling me about what didn't go well. I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that right now. We're focusing on what went well. What are you proud of this past week? And um, we did those, and then towards the end of the meeting, like um, if they're a full service client, like if they're doing life coaching and fitness and nutrition, we do life coaching stuff in the beginning of the call, and then at the end of the call, we're like, all right, so let's talk about workouts, let's talk about nutrition, plus they also get a weekly check-in. Um, so you get a lot of accountability in that program. But anywho, we got to the end and I asked her about her workouts and she goes, well, I only did two out of the three you gave me this week, so I'm not doing so good. And I'm like, what if I said I only got six of my seven workouts done this week? By the way, I don't do seven workouts. I barely do five. What if I said I only got four out of my five workouts done this week? What if someone said that to you? 
You'd be like, dang, girl, you killed it, 90%, or, you know, whatever. Like, that's fucking awesome. But she said it to herself, like, I only got two done out of three. I'm like, you only were assigned three workouts, and you did the majority of them. How about instead of I only did two workouts out of three, be like, hey, I only missed one workout this week. You see how you reframing things is going to be one of the most vital tools that I could teach anyone? Reframe that motherfucker, okay? I get back from vacation and have mad messages from people who are like, I can't do this anymore. I don't have the money or it's not the right time and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, also reframing is one lesson. But another thing that you need to do is learn to detach yourself from the situation. So as frustrating as it is when a client quits or doesn't choose to renew, and I used to internalize it. And this is another thing my client um, was struggling with this morning. Like she'd get uh, constructive feedback from her boss and she'd feel like, oh, I suck, this, this, and that. And I'm like, that doesn't mean that you suck. It means that this is an area that you can improve on. Like there's, reframe it. And so when I get feedback from a client that's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go on on my own. One, I get it as I've given them enough resources for them to do this on their own. I don't take it personal. I detach myself in the outcome. Whether this person wants to choose to work with me or not, not, I don't have any control of. The only thing that I have control of is my emotions and the way that I respond to situations. So you can reframe the situation and then you can also learn to detach from the situation. And what I mean by detach is don't let your, your happiness or your sadness depend on whether or not things go a certain way. And I think that most women, and I'm always talking to women, so if you're a guy and you're like, well, what about guys? I'm a women's coach. Calm down. Okay, I do coach men too, but I'm usually always talking to my ladies. So I feel like a lot of ladies quit um, their fitness journey or a lot of ladies quit their um, whatever it is because they, dude, I lost my whole train of thought looking at one of my homeboys hop on. What's up, dude? (laughs) She's like, dang, who is that name? Um, Oh, but we're too detached to the outcome. Like if we start a diet and we don't lose a pound a week, uh, we're ready to quit because we have attached ourselves to this outcome that we're supposedly, we have to lose a pound in a week, otherwise I'm just terrible. Or um, if I don't get, if this, if I can't keep this man, or if I don't get this job, or if I don't whatever, whatever, let yourself release from the outcome, okay? Once you stop being so attached to the outcome, you can just start to do it for out of pure joy of wanting to do the task. For example, if I quit, when I quit worrying about how much weight I'm losing or how many calories I'm burning when I work out and I just focus on how good my movements are and my breathing, am I, am I exhaling as I push the weight away? Is my core braced? Do I have my shoulders rolled back? Like when I'm not worrying about, did I burn um, 200 calories in this workout? And I'm more worried about, is my form perfect? Am I not flying through reps? Am I doing the movements perfectly? If I work out like that, like paying attention to what I'm actually doing and enjoying the process and enjoying getting better, my physique is going to look 100 times better than it would with, okay, did I burn 200 calories? Because this thing isn't even right. I need y'all to understand this. This is just an estimate, okay? And most of y'all haven't even updated your damn weight and your height and your metrics and all that as you're losing or gaining weight. So this shit is really just like, it's just, it's cute, okay? It's just cute. It's not, it's not, um, it's not like a super accurate. So detach yourself from the outcome and start to just enjoy the process. It's gonna, it's going to help you a lot better in anything that you're trying to do. So if you could take two notes away from today or a few notes, it's one, travel alone whenever you can, you know? Live on your own schedule. Sleep in when you want to, wake up when you want to, eat what you want to, relax when you want to, that's number one. Um, number two, 
unplug from everything for a little bit. If you're a mom, if you're a boss and you're always answering to people, like you need to have that time where you're not doing that. Uh, the more often you do it, the better you'll be. You're not guilty for it. Um, number three, reframe negative situations. Everything is not always the world's coming to an end. The most happy people that I know in my life are the ones that can look at negative situations and not let their whole world fall apart. They decide this is a learning lesson. What can I learn from this? And they move on. Okay, I've said it before. Feel it, face it, and move the fuck on. Stop feeling it and floundering in it and posting to Facebook about it and then posting to Twitter about it and then writing your best friend and then calling someone. Like, stop, okay? Like, what, what can you learn from the situation? Not how much more can I build this situation up? And then last but not least, um, detach yourself from the outcome. Um, I drove to my homegirl, Jazzy, the directions that she gave me, and it took me an hour and a half to get there. And when I got there, I was in the middle of nowhere. No houses, no signal, no music, no Wi-Fi. My map didn't work. I was just sitting there stuck. And I was so mad because I was like, I was only supposed to take me two hours to get here. And now it took me. And I was like, oh, well, you're on vacation. You got anywhere to go? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, okay. And because I was, I went out of my way um, in the wrong direction for an hour and a half, I got to spend an additional two hours in the mountains in the most beautiful sights I had ever seen. Um, and if I had been so mad about having to, you know, go in the wrong direction, I would have missed out on all the beauty that I saw on the way on the detour. So that's my last little tidbit of wisdom for you guys. Don't get so caught up on the destination that you forget the journey because it was a beautiful journey to finally get to her. And just like with your weight loss journey or your business or your baby or whatever it is, you're not going to be crying about how long it took because once it's there, you're just like, wow, it's so beautiful. When I had my first son and I held him in my hands, all I did was just say like, oh my God, God, thank you for this gift. He's so beautiful. I didn't care that like all of the pain that I went through as a teen mom, having to move away from my family and feel isolated and feel alone, um, the lonely doctor's visits, like all of the stuff that I went through as a teen pregnant mom, um, none of that mattered anymore when I saw my baby. And some of you guys, the tears that you're crying, trying to get to where you want to get to in life, if you'd stop focusing on the tears and realize that these are lessons along the way that are going to make you the woman that you want to become not to mention when you get the thing that you're working hard for you're not going to care how long it took you're going to realize that all the tears that you cried and all the detours are what made you who you are today not to mention the prize is greater than any tear that you could have ever cried so i hope that you guys enjoyed my first um podcast back i didn't really have an agenda i didn't really have any notes just kind of like freestyling which is kind of how i always am because my brain is just always going so um anywho love you guys thank you so much for tuning in if you're listening to this podcast um on spotify or itunes make sure that you screenshot it and tag me in your story at body by bonds on instagram there's no z's only s's uh, if you know someone that could get uh, blessed by this if you're enjoying it make sure that you do like comment and share and just spread uh this type of wisdom that i'm trying to get out to people of course baby girl um so thank you so much for tuning in it is now 10 o'clock unfortunately it is time for me to actually do some coach work and start writing some workouts for people so love you guys thank you so much a word indeed um have the best day of your entire life and I will see you guys again tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. EST.